Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and boy, am I excited to talk to you guys tonight, and I have a very special guest to talk with all these important topics with me. First time on the podcast, my friend, Dave Jeremy. What's going on, my man? Here, here. Very excited. Thank you for having me. Yes, uh, it's been a long time coming. Um, known you for a long time. It's exciting to talk to a Buccaneers fan today. So, well, it's not every day you run into one. <laughs> but before we can get into sports, what are we drinking? Well, I believe you've handed me a Spinal Tapper from Right Brain Right Brain Brewery. That's right. It's uh, got two spines on it with some woodpeckers. It looks like about to tap those spines. It's a W Double Indian IPA or Double IPA. I guess I should say. Nailed it. <laughs> um, well, let's crack them open. All right. Let's get this party started. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, I made these these sections before the podcast a little shorter, so I should make them a little longer. But cheers. Here, here. You know, it doesn't taste as strong as I thought it would taste at a sep- for a 7.5% ABV. It is, uh, it's, it's, it's right where it needs to be. It's not too bold. A Spinal Tapper IPA explodes with a tropical fruit aroma, followed with a flavor punch of pear and green apple from huge doses of Calypso and Amarillo hops. Yeah. Anyways, um, cheers, Dave. I'm ready to get into these topics, are you? Alrighty, let's do it. Beer number one, sport. All right. Well, the NFL is in full goal. But before we talk about that, something I did not prep Dave on. But baseball is over. It is over. Thank God. I think most people are pretty happy. <laughs> um, the Houston. The in that it's over. The Houston um, uh, Astros, right? That's right. <laughs> Houston Astros just beat the LA Dodgers (laughs) in the World Series Game 7, giving Justin Verlander, former Detroit Tiger, his first World Series win. Um, The city of Houston winning after that hurricane. uh, Pretty cool story. Um, LA, everyone hates LA. Fuck that. Yeah, (laughs) we got plenty of championships. Right. So, congratulations, Houston. You know, it's kind of reminiscent of when uh, the Saints, when they won oh, yeah. the Super Bowl right after the hurricane. Yep, they were America's team. Yeah, so this year it was Houston, you know, but it was unfortunately for baseball, so, you know, no one, I don't think many people cared. I mean, it was it, apparently it was one of the most exciting World Series ever, though. Did you catch any of it? I, I caught a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did, uh, I saw a few games in the beginning. You, in, like you into baseball games. at all? Not a not a big fan. Went to a couple. Of, I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan in the sense that I don't follow it. You know, mm-hmm. I did go to a couple spring training games down in Lakeland, Florida. Oh yeah, Dave. A, Dave is originally you're from you're from Florida and used to live there. Like originally, originally from Florida, and then lived between Michigan and there my mm-hmm. whole life. But uh, yeah, they redid the facility at Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, super nice. Is that where the Tigers play their their preseason? I saw. Or do you root for uh, one of the do you root for one of the Florida baseball teams? No, I meant for the Tigers. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Lakeland where they spring train. Actually, a friend of mine, Brad. Shout out to Brad, a Michigander. 
He Hell yeah, uh, Brad. he got us tickets for the first spring training game, and not only that, we were down on like field, like first row. Oh, really? You know, right where the fence runs out, and it's just a three feet of concrete, and you're the field. Wow. Yeah, and so it was the first game. They had all the, uh, they had a lot of players. They had like Al Kaline, and uh, I, I can't really, you know, it was all the old like big, big ceremony for, Tiger players. Right, but there was a big, uh, big ceremony for Mister I, you know. Oh yeah, because he, he just did. passed. Mm-hmm. This was back in April, I believe. So you would say you're a Tigers fan for any other base? Like you're not like a Marlins fan or a oh, no. Rays fan or something? No. No, Tigers are the the only team I've ever really, really followed and cared for. Yeah, is it just the timing of them being good for so long? The time you are reaching adulthood in baseball watching fandom. I don't know. I guess I guess people watch baseball when they're younger too. Yeah, not not me, not so much. Yeah, I mean it was on. I played it. I enjoyed playing it. But mm-hmm. uh, the only uh, the only sport I've ever really spent time watching is football. Oh, well, good because we had an exciting week of football, but. Um, before we get to that, quick thoughts. Tiger is probably gonna suck for a long time, right? Uh, that's that's what the general consensus is. And we're all gonna forget about baseball, and eventually we'll be baseball free, and the world will be a much brighter place. Because well, we'll have time. the time. next major sport take over curling. Curling. That'll be America's next pastime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Football will stay right where it's at, and curling will just. So just uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so NFL. All right. Well, it was just the conclusion of Week Nine in the NFL. Um, Lions won. That was great. We watched the game together. It was a Monday nighter. I think our last Monday nighter of the season. Uh, Lions won thirty to seventeen against the Green Bay Packers. They smoked them. The Rogerless Packers. I, I guess we can say that. Yeah, the Rogerless Packers. Um, probably would have been a different story. The rudder, um, the rudderless Packers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. What do you think the Lions would have won if Aaron Rodgers was in that game? I mean, we did you score thirty points. It, it's certainly less satisfying because I would have just liked to have seen the, you know, yeah, full full blown Packers and the Lions see, see what they could have done. Because mm-hmm. I think the I think the defense could have really, uh, you know, made it a game like they have. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's hard when you go down three scores in like the first quarter, but you know. Right, Other right. Other than that, they've been... Uh, I mean, Sam Martin, the Lions punter, did not even need to show up for this game. There was no punts. Didn't need to suit up. The, the negatives were that Abdullah did fumble twice. Sure. We were we were 2 of 4 in the red zone. So red zone struggles continue, but got a little bit better. A little bit. Anything was an improvement from last week. But yeah, that leads to the question of can the Lions win this division? The Vikings are six and two. The Lions are four and four. The Packers are now, what are they? They're four and four also, I believe. I th- I think. The Bears. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really counting the Bears. I think they're probably three and five or something. They are three and five. Um. So I mean, it's it's there. They they you know they got half the season left. Half the season left, and they have like probably the easiest schedule. Starting with Cleveland in the NFL, we're Let's, going to zero and eight Cleveland. So week ten will start with uh, the Lions hosting Cleveland, and that should should be a win. I mean, tell me, I'm going to read you the rest of their games. Okay, you tell me if there's any games you think that they shouldn't win. 
Cleveland at Detroit. Should win. The 0-8 Cleveland Browns. We should totally. If we don't win that game, then that's a disgrace. Uh, the Lions at Chicago. Big fan, big uh, division matchup. Definitely mm-hmm. uh, need to win. Mm-hmm. Definitely can win. I honestly think that this might be our toughest game left. Like, it's a division. In Chicago. It's in Chicago. They've got a decent defense. And, you know, I don't know. Mitch Trubisky's young. He could just have a game. He could. He could, but... Uh, so what we're saying, it's a win. Lions should Lions should be favored. On the flip side, with that being possibly the hardest game to go, mm. you know, it would be a statement win. It would be... Right. They'd have to make a statement. They couldn't really limp past. That wouldn't really, you know, yeah, seal yeah, the deal yeah. or, or say anything. Exactly. Then our next game is probably actually our hardest game in terms of teams with a winning record-wise, which would be... Vikings at Lions, but we're home. It's on Thanksgiving. We beat the Vikings already. I mean, I don't know. This game gives gives me a little bit of worries because they're Vikings, but us being home, it being Thanksgiving, and we'll probably have Taylor Decker back and um, Kenny Galladay back. So our offense should be able to score more than 14 points like we did last time we played the Vikings. Sure. So I'm going to say they win that game. Yeah, I, I I certainly hope so. Again, it'll have to be a it'll be a statement win because it'll be against a team with a better record. Yeah, I mean possibly, possibly. Actually, actually, if what we're talking about, well, no matter what, they will have a better record than us. Right. No, wait. We could win our next. We they will at they could least win our next be two tied. They could lose, is what I'm saying. You know, but I don't know who the Vikings play. Let's see. Let's look at this. So week ten this week, the Vikings are playing the. Hold on. Oh, they're playing Washington. Uh, at the at at Washington Redskins. That's okay. not an easy beat. Nope, Washington. I would think Washington Seattle. will win that game. Washington. Vikings just hot. their offense. I don't think they can handle. I don't think they can put up as many points as freaking Kirk Cousins can, and I don't even like Kirk Cousins. That asshole. And then they play. The Vikings will play. If you get it before me, you go ahead. Oh, they're, the Rams go to the Vikings. That's not an easy win either. Rams are like the class of the uh, NFC West right now. All right. They're uh, they're definitely trying to. So yeah, we might have we might have the same record by the time we meet, and then we'll. Yeah, could be. And then if we take that, the division is ours. Well, we, like fall what, apart, do we, you know? what do we uh, what do we finish up with? Okay, so then we're at the Ravens. That I think it will be our toughest game. You think so? I, don't I know, know the Ravens, Ravens are aren't doing of, great down the stretch, but you know they just don't have their offense cannot handle our defense. I don't think their defense is good, but that'll be another like fourteen seven win. Right, I think and the Vikings will play. Well, their their defense isn't that good, so hopefully we can put up more than fourteen points. Right, I believe their defense let Jacksonville <laughs> shut them out earlier this year, forty four nothing or something like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that was in London, and teams get weird when they cross the seas. That's true. <laughs> I, woke, the, I woke up to that. I was like, oh, yeah. for nothing. This can't be right. I have, uh, in fantasy, I have Jacksonville's defense. It's pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm sticking with Detroit, baby. Oh, this is a capped beer. I just tried to drink a capped beer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Vikings play, when we play the Ravens, the Vikings are at the Falcons. Okay, that's a, that's a real tough game. I don't. I can't see them winning that game. Oh my God, their schedule is tough. Okay, so this is where you come into it. 
the Lions are at the Buccaneers here. Right. Hopefully, you know, barring something You want to eat a W? Happens. Yes. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I'd like to eat a W. Meaning, uh, hopefully, I'll be down in Tampa. And I'll be, be, I'll, for the be Bucks? I'll be dressed in Buccaneers gear. Well, let's say the Bucks are out of it and the Lions have a chance to win the division. Who are you rooting for? Are you still rooting for the Bucks? You know, Nick, that's a weird it's a weird feeling that I've had to experience kind of a, a lot. Yeah. And absolutely, I always want the Lions to do well, but I can't sit there and, and hope they lose, you know, for any other reason than please don't throw away a draft pick for some garbage time touchdown at the end of the season, you know. Yeah. Other than that, I can't root against the Bucks, you know, it's too weird what if it's like week 17 lions need a win to go to the playoffs and the bucks are going to be like eight and eight and miss it no matter what well contrary to everything i just said i suppose i'd like the bucks to lose and, <laughs> you know i was gonna say come on you if can't be a fan of, of both teams if they're out of it i, I sure sure you right. got me yeah i mean i can the only time i would not root for the lions is if like them losing had no effect on them making the playoffs or not and it would like for some reason, them losing would help the Packers miss the playoffs or something. That would be tasty. Because I fucking hate the Packers. I know you do. But like, then this week, the Panthers. when we play the Bucks, the Vikings are at the Panthers. Ugh. Panthers will have something to prove still. That is a that is a tough schedule so far for the Vikings. And then it's Bears at Lions. And Bengals at Vikings. Vikings should win that one. We should both win that one. Week 16, Vikings at Packers. Vikings should win. Lions at Bengals. Lions should win. Yeah, I, I tend to think that uh, Baltimore and Cincy will be our tougher games. Yeah. Probably more so than Chicago. Like I said, I, I think I think if the Lions play like they can, uh-huh. Chicago will be a statement win. And we'll, we'll uh, come out the gates scoring mm-hmm. and... and get that done early right yeah but so i think looking down the road certainly baltimore and cincy could be tough games there's they're both away yep they're both away they're both and C- cincinnati is on uh christmas eve Ooh. you christmas know right eve around eve. the holidays sounds to me like that's going to be a big game for kenny galladay holiday galladay that's what they call them that's what we're going to call the holidays after this year the galladays <laughs> if, he, uh, if he were if he were to do well and stick around, stick around, uh, that would be good. Any chance? Any chance the Bears or Packers do anything this division, or are their hopes over? Um, it's pretty much guess, down to the Lions and Vikings, right? I feel like it'll really depend on uh, the quarterback situation in both of those teams. Trubisky well, and uh, Trubisky will be the starter unless he gets injured. Right, I mean, right. I but will he, will he do well? You know, that's the that's the question. I don't think so. And they have an idiot head coach, too. Worst coach in the division by far, as in John Fox. Yeah, well. He's stuck with his old ways, you know. I don't know. He's like, he's like Jeff Fisher. Which, Jeff Fisher is the worst coach ever. The, the previous coach of the Rams. Sure. <laughs> the guy that sat their uh, draft pick, right, when they needed a quarterback. He, he, Connor Goff. Who? Connor Goff, oh. didn't he sit? No, uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I think you're mixing up Connor Cook and Jared Goff. Actually, you know what I'm mixing up is I know a person named Connor Goff. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Jared Goff, yeah. Yeah, Jared Goff, but you know, the proof's in the pudding because last year the Vikings were, or not the Vikings, the Rams, I don't know, what were they, like 7-9 and nine or something? Like they were like all four years of Jeff Fisher and it took them that long to get fired. But this year they've already scored more points after week nine than they scored the entirety of last season. Right. And the players are essentially the same. Well, uh, their running back had a pretty bad year last year. Right, but was it because of his skills randomly not being there or because of the scheme just being stupid because it's Jeff Fisher, the dumbest coach ever? <laughs> gotta gotta have both factored <laughs> in there. Gotta be a little bit of both. <laughs> so, I think we've determined that the Lions are going to win every single game. Maybe not the Ravens game, I guess. But they'll go. We'll say we'll say at a low. The lowest the Lions will go from the last eight weeks, I would say, is five and three. The highest eight and zero. It would be crazy to see the Lions win eight games in a row. But yeah, because it's scary to think of them with that kind of momentum going into the playoffs. Right, because we so get, we'd we'd get always, a home playoff game. We always seem to have to get into the playoffs by mm-hmm. hopes and dreams. You know, like <laughs> right. Three people have to lose, and here's the thing, though. Let me look at the standings. But I think. If we had a home playoff game, whatever the wild card is now, I think we'd be playing. I think the. Uh, the the Cowboys or or you're, like you're saying if the season ended right now. Like I'm saying, let's uh, let's assume we win the division. Okay. Because just because of our schedule, we're not calling it too early, but let's just assume. Uh, okay. What do you think? So right now the wild card teams are gonna be. Minnesota. Maybe. Oh wow. The wild cards we can't I don't even know if we could get a wild card. It's gonna be a tight race. So the the second best team in each division is the Cowboys at five and three, Seahawks at five and three, the Lions at four and four, so it would be Minnesota. We better win our division. Yeah. Because Minnesota Minnesota's gonna lose some games, I think. Well yeah, after that schedule there's no I mean if they win all those games then yeah. You know they should win the Super Bowl, or go to the Super Bowl, right? But so it looks like I would. I'm thinking conventional thinking would be that the Cowboys and the Seahawks would be the two wild card teams, right? Because I think the Rams are winning that division, and I think the I'll tell you who's Eagles not are eight that division. and one. San Francisco. No, yeah, zero oh and nine. They, they oh actually, nine. I think they're eliminated. They <laughs> are rebuilding. Yeah, um, they need to start playing Jimmy Garoppolo, which was a dumb trade. Oh, I don't know if we talked. Well, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots. Right. But they also said they're not sure if he's going to start this year, which is ridiculous because it's the last year of his contract. He's a free agent. I mean, I'm guessing they're gonna they would franchise tag him if they don't sign him, but that's for 24 million. Why don't you see what you got? Right. It's probably just coach speak and then just. Being like, whatever. I, I think they're in a desperate enough situation that, uh, I mean, not desperate for wins necessarily. They're just mm-hmm. in a situation where they need to see what they're working with, like you said. Right, but I don't. I also, I, this trade makes no sense because everyone's talking about Kirk Cousins going to the 49ers because that's where Kyle Shanahan is, and he likes uh, Kirk Cousins. I think they were together in Washington, and Kirk Cousins. I mean, if the Redskins don't sign him this year, they could franchise tag him for a third time, but they'd be paying him like. Thirty-five million dollars, which is like a fourth of your cap, which they're not gonna do. Well, 
Um, so the 49ers could, could have signed him. That's what everyone assumed. But, I mean, I also don't think Kirk Cousins is that good, so maybe it's a smart decision. But you're 0-9. Why trade for a quarterback that's going to give you wins when you could probably finish, like, in the top two in the league? Like, you probably still will. And you could draft a quarterback. Like, there is a this is a great quarterback class coming out of college this year with... Um, I think Sam Sam Darnold, maybe that's his name, and Baker Mayfield, and a bunch of other people. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty deep. So I don't understand why they traded for this quarterback. For like They traded like a second-round pick for him when they could have signed him in the offseason because New England is not franchise-tagging a backup quarterback. There's no way they're going to do that. Brady's going to be around for at least two more years. Yeah, but I think it's not unlike New England to start thinking about two years from now. And, right, and I bet, right, but I'm like, sure they are. I mean, I would see them signing him, but they're not. But he can make so much more money anywhere else. You know, you've been New England will find a new quarterback by then. Yeah, they they do that. Yeah, they'll absolutely. be okay. <laughs> you know, they might be okay with just being done. You know, let let, let some other people have a chance. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound like Belichick and company. You know how many quarterbacks have been starters for the AFC since Tom Brady made his first Super Bowl appearance? How many? So there's been Tom Brady. This is since 2001. Oh, you mean for the Patriots? No, for the AFC. Okay. The entire AFC. There's been like I think like five different quarterbacks in a like almost two decade run. So Tom Brady. Um, was it Brad Johnson for the Bucks? Where? Bucks Super Bowl 2002. Yeah. That was Brad Johnson. Are you are you listing five other AFC quarterbacks? I'm listing every other quarterback that started for the AFC since Tom Brady won his first or got to his first Super Bowl and won it. I don't understand starting for the AFC. So like, the Super Bowls NFC versus AFC. Oh, in the Super Bowl. Oh, gotcha. I didn't. I yeah, didn't know you were yeah. talking about that. Yeah. No, I'm not talking Pro Bowl over here. We're not but, going into Pro Bowl talk here on the Sports. So you're talking podcast. about you're talking about in the what was it has it been. Seven trips for them to the Super Bowl. So the Patriots, so they've won. Yeah, it's been seven trips. Seven trips, and you're talking of of those, of those mm-hmm. trips. It's been Tom Brady, and you're trying to think of the other. I'm saying the other ones have been. I mean, I can tell you, it's been Tom Brady, Brad Johnson, Ben Roethlisberger. Brad Johnson's NFC. Oh, you're right. That's, Who did he play against then? He played against Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. That's the other one. Yeah. So Rich Gannon. That was 2002, right? Yeah. It was after the, after the Patriots' first one, right? Right, yeah. The year after. So the Tom Brady, Rich Gannon. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, the, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, uh, Joe Flacco, and that might be it. Mm, that can't be it. There's only five. It's been There's been five different quarterbacks that have played in the Super Bowl from the AFC since 2001. Wow. Pretty nuts, right? Yeah. Like, and Brady. Well, Brady's one of the five. Bra- oh, wow. Brady's one of the five. Because Ben's been there twice. Manning's been there three times. Right. Maybe f- Manning's been there four times. Brady seven times. I mean, oh, you're never going to... You're never going to... The NFC is so much more wide open. Because, you know, there's been a ton of different quarterbacks on that side. Right. But, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of... I'm super impressed by Tom Brady, but I'm ready for a changing of the guard. Sure. Like, 
Yeah, I think a lot of people are. After seven times, it's getting old. Well, and Eli right. Manning's nowhere to be found to beat him anymore. You know, would you feel differently if you were a Patriots fan? Yeah, and of course does, I would. And does <laughs> and does Tom Brady feel anything like that? You know, I think they. Uh, I think Tom Brady feels like he's literally the Messiah. Well, I think he's still having fun, still making money. So I I wouldn't want to stop either. I don't think. After the last Super Bowl win, like the best, probably the best football game ever played, best football game ever quarterbacked, where they were down twenty, what is it, twenty eight points with three minutes left in the third quarter, right? Coming back and winning that, there is no way you don't think, especially if you're a religious person, there is no way you don't think that God is like. Well, I think uh, I think what the most astonishing thing there is, is not God's involvement, but. The willingness of Atlanta to forego decision after decision towards giving that game up. I know. You know they just they just kind of made every mistake they could. And I was rooting I was rooting for Atlanta, and I was like, it, in the, in the beginning of the Super Bowl, I was like, oh cool, it's over. You know, I'm gonna go get drunk. And then I'm like sitting at the bar with Lou because I'm at Benny's. Lou's Lou's the owner of Benny's where I used to work, and I'm just like, like they scored the like second to last touchdown before they tied. I'm like Lou. We might be witnessing history right here. Sure enough, it goes to overtime. First Super Bowl ever to go to overtime. They get the ball, march right down the field. like Insane. Best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. No questions asked. Well, then uh, it's, a little, it's a little shocking to hear you say uh, it's his time to go. I want him to go because I, I want... like. I think the Lions could line up against any team in the NFL and beat them, except for the Patriots. There's no way that they would beat the Patriots. Well, you know, take a team like the Buccaneers. I uh, I tend to think the Lions are a better team, especially right now. And the Buccaneers took the Patriots uh, almost the entire game. Yeah. Earlier this season, so. so right. I think the I think the Lions like like a lot of games. They they certainly can win them. But they uh, kind of usually mm-hmm. are their own biggest. Obstacle. Yeah, they make up different ways to lose every week, and it's they sure just, do. It's just comical. It's it funny. Is. I'm sure it'll happen again, and I'm sure at best we'll get a wild card spot. And I would almost, I would almost rather have a wild card spot because I would rather go and play like the Rams or the. Um, you play the you play the, the Vikings. You play the first. The only teams I don't want to play season. is this. I don't want to play the Saints, the Cowboys. Wild cards play the third and the fourth seed, correct? Uh, wild cards, yeah, correct, yeah. I, I the only teams I don't I don't want to play are the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Saints, or the Panthers. I'll take the that's Seahawks. A, that's a big list. Or the Rams or the Vikings, which we're probably going to play one of those teams, but the. I don't know. If there's a home playoff game, I know I'm going to have to go, and I'm going to have to pay like $500 for tickets. You'd like them to be a little cheaper, so you'd like them not to be. Yeah, like, uh, I, w- I guess out of all the potential wildcard teams, I think I'd like them to play the Seahawks. That would be, uh, that would be a good game. Yeah. I mean, Seahawks are, are probably going to, you know, make it in. Even if it is, you know, limping. Yeah, just because they've been—they're just one of those teams, and then behind them in their division is the Cardinals. They're four and four. They don't have uh, Carson Palmer. 
you know, with, with the, I think the reputation of those teams, though, in the NFC West is that the Rams will end up doing terrible down the stretch and the Seahawks yeah. will win the rest of the games. And Seahawks did make a baller trade for a left tackle from Houston, like one of the best in the game. So that's going to help them. Yeah, big time. It's just you expand Russell Wilson's, you know, capabilities mm-hmm. and that's where they're that's where they're scoring their points. I'm just afraid of, I'm afraid of playing a team with like an elite running back. Like yeah, it's it's tough watching them. Like like the Rams, get like shredded. the like the Rams or the Cowboys. Maybe I'd rather play the Eagles, but that's not really an option. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott, or excuse me, Ezekiel Elliott will have his suspension go through. You know, around yeah. the time that we play them, would he ever? What if they fight it and fight it until the end of the season, and then it and finally goes through the and he's suspended for well, then a Then I want to play. Games. Then I want to play Dallas. Of if they course. don't have Elliott, then I want to play Dallas. That'd be interesting. Let's look at the AFC real quick. Um, yeah, it looks pretty standard. Patriots are going to win their division. I mean, maybe the Bills. The, the Bills are five and three. Patriots are six and two. But there's no way the Bills win that division. How about, how about Oakland? How about Oakland fighting for their division? Oakland's coming back, but I mean, they're so the Chiefs are so much better than the Raiders. Yeah, but I think they. I think the Raiders could make it in as a wild card. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, I don't. I find it hard to believe that the Titans or the Jaguars will be a wild card, and they're both five and three, which Oakland's one game back on them. Uh, the Ravens are garbage. I don't. They're four and five. They're not going. The AFC looks so weak right now compared to the NFC, which is weird. Yeah, Steelers are going to win their division. Chiefs are going to win their division. Patriots are going to win their division. The AFC South. It's between the Jaguars and the Titans. I tend to think the Titans are going to win their division because they have a more than or at who, least who are they competing with? Is is Houston, is Houston uh, kind of right there in the Houston's mix? Houston's three and five, but they don't have Deshaun Watson. They have Tom Savage now because Deshaun Watson is out for the season. Yeah, along with JJ Watt. Yeah, and like their best linebacker too. Colts. I don't know what's going on with Andrew Luck. I think he might be. I've legitimately heard people say that he might his career might be over. Just because of how they tried to rush him back from his soldier shoulder injury. That would Which, be that would be a shame. It would be a shame because he was my favorite. The Colts were my favorite team besides the Lions because of Andrew Luck. Like, hmm. like Andrew Luck, I mean his name's Luck. Right. He's got a, a horseshoe on his helmet, which represents Luck. I never thought of it like that. I like things for superficial reasons, and that's one of them. <laughs> well, I mean, I I certainly. We'll look at it differently now. That's kind of that, like him. That's why Steph Curry is my favorite basketball f- player, because his shots are straight fire. And he <laughs> is on fire. Literally, All right, literally, he's just running down the court. Uh, well, before we go into our next segment, real quick, Martellus Bennett was released by the Packers. Think his career is over? Uh, no, I think the, he'll find a spot. I mean, it just depends on you know his drive. If he decides his career is over, then I. Th- think his career would be over yeah i mean the I think, packers are not known for being a tight end friendly team but you know what i mean he he's he he definitely played a big role last year for the pats mm-hmm. and you'll look at the landscape of tight ends in the nfl and it's just it was like kind of there's like a few and then it's kind of wishy-washy so i i think it's there's certainly a market you know for him and we have the pistons game on in the background pistons are off to a hot start what's the score 92-77. Pistons are going to win. Probably improve to 8-3. Become the first seed in the East. 
Fear number two, entertainment. All right, moving on to our second beer. Let's open these up. Also, Dave, if I haven't told you, I do drink every beer every week, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Oh, I absolutely will. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's 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 do a second cheers then on these uh, second right brain spinal tap beers. Spinal tapper. You know what does it mean when it says double Indian pale ale? Like I'm what's not a double sure IPA specifically? But I think it has to do with uh, possibly possibly double the hops or rather double the time that it uh, takes. You know, fermenting. Might take a little longer. I'm just reading the side of it. It just says, made with Calypso and Amarillo hops, 55 IBUs. Drink as fresh as possible. Which might mean drink it as soon as possible, right? I think that's what it means. I think that's what we're doing. Okay, interesting. Okay. Well, um, Right Brain is brewed in Traverse City, everyone. It looks like this beer was brewed on September 1st. Oh, this is pretty soon in Right? Really soon. Yeah, pretty quick. I'm I'm trying to look up here. And I think this might be only our second Right Brain beer of the podcast. I think our first one was all the way up at episode four. I uh, we I like a, it. We've I have I have my beer shelf as most of you know. My beer shelf of all the beers we've drank and on drunk, on split six. I don't know what's what's the right uh past tense verb. We drank the beer. We drunk. We drank. We drunken. Those are the it's beers not drunken. <laughs> that we drank. The beers yes. that we have drank. Or drunk. I believe it's drank. Okay. All right. We'll go with drank. <laughs> um, Am I making that word up? No, I don't know. It just if you say it too many times, sometimes that's just what it feels like. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna look it up and see if that's a word. Dave is Googling right now. This is the past of drink, so I believe drank would be the correct. Look, look up drunken and just see if that's a word. Drunken? Drunken. Like, I've drunken this beer before. <laughs> that's just totally not right. <laughs> well, that's definitely not being used correctly. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, it's an adjective, you know? Drunken. Drunken youths. A drunken father. Oh, okay, okay. We right. can't use it as a verb. No. <laughs> Those are not the beers we have drunken. We did not drunken any beers. We definitely drank a lot of beers. <laughs> you uh, and your podcast guests have drank a lot of beer. Yes, I believe this is episode oh, God, 33 or 34. I like that. 34. Episode 34. Nice. Reminds me of uh, Rule 34. What's that? Um, I'm not positive. I've I'm heard pretty that sure that Rule 34 means if you can think of it, there is a porno of it. Oh. <laughs> I could be wrong. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> well, I... um, well, before we get on this big, long sidetrack loop, the main topic for entertainment tonight is, and just so everyone knows... Spoiler alert if you've not binged Stranger Things yet, because we're going to be talking a lot about that. Stranger Things 2 came out 
two and a half weeks ago. Which, uh, this, this may have been you, but have you heard the thoughts that the first season could have been called Strange Things, and the second season could have simply been called Stranger Things? <laughs> that was not me, but that's awesome. <laughs> it might have been a shower thought. That would have been, I mean, um, if you could retroactively go back and change it, that I, w- I think that you should. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I would absolutely do that. How would I retroactively change it, though? I don't know. Like, talk to the Duffer Brothers, the creators of Stranger Things. I guess I could... Say, like, it. hey, I, lis- I, I listened to a podcast uh, of them today. They were on Nerdist, which is hosted by Chris Hardwick. It's just uh, a podcast. And they were talking about how they didn't expect it to be like anything. Right. Well, the, the, they thought it was good, but... You know, Netflix doesn't won't show you numbers. For some even if you make the show, they will not tell you how many people are watching it. That is creepy. Which is weird. Um, but they like release it on like a Friday, and then they woke up in the morning and had seen people on social media contacting them saying that they watched the whole series, like the whole first season, and like literally since the time it was released, sort of like what the fuck. That is weird. So we both binged it, right? You binged it, right? I, I mean, we're, we both finished it. Right. Uh, I binged both seasons when they came out. I will mm-hmm. say that I didn't re-watch season one. I didn't either. So, uh... It is hard. Mem- it memory's is... a little foggy, but I, I obviously liked it. Right. It, that is a weird thing about these Netflix shows, because I usually binge them when they come out, because it's hard not to. Right. Um, so it's kind of hard to like remember where everything was. And to put that in context, like, with the new season, like, you have these, like, big snippets. Like, is there any other shows on Netflix that you you watch? I mean, uh, there's a lot of shows that are, like, cataloged on Netflix. Like, You're Netflix talking Netflix originals. shows. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we like, watched Bloodline. We watched all three seasons of Bloodline. Oh, okay. Did you binge those? Um, or not as much as Stranger Things? We, I wouldn't say we binged them. I'd say, no, let me rephrase that. We binged them. Okay. We watched, you know, the entire season of like a, you know, nine to twelve season episode in in like a week. Okay. So, I mean, that's yeah, that's like, binging. That's binging. It's, it's every day. That's probably just, like how did you change your things? Same way, same way. When it came out, uh, I'd say a little, little, uh, not the same way, but a little, little heavier doses. We watched three and four episodes at a time, and you knock it out. You just can't stop. You can't the stop. Ones right there. You know, and I think one of the things that sets it apart for me is that it, the setting. It, it, it's and in the way the movie's done, it's so eighties. Yeah. And that, that synth, you know, that dark synth that mm-hmm. kind of transitions sometimes from scene to scene. And obviously the intro. You know, it's just it just just Question, gets me. Do you skip the intros? Um no, not not too often. Nice. Me either. I think I mean, they're important. I, with a show like Stranger Things though, you get an intro. You get, you know, five ten minutes of or not not even a little less than that usually but you get a little screen time a little yeah little like action, a, and then like a cold the open right which i am really fond of that that uh, format oh but, me too but um so i don't think there's any skipping and and not to mention it's a show that you waited or at least as soon as you heard there was going to be a, a stranger things a strange things to stranger things too mm-hmm. um you've been waiting for it you're excited for it and so here's that theme song creeps back into my life you know like yeah. I haven't rewatched it. I dig that theme song, so I certainly wasn't skipping any any intros. Yeah. Um, 
Not with Stranger Things, just because I really like. Well, what I meant by skip the intro is like the. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Apologies, everyone. My dog is barking in the background, but that's fine. Uh, it's probably just an intruder. Yeah, it's probably just an intruder. But good thing my girlfriend Melissa is trained in martial arts, so they'll probably be dead in minutes. Right. But. Cops, yeah. Cops are on their way. <laughs> I don't skip any intros, which I thought it was kind of strange that Netflix started like introducing that stuff. And I noticed it first when I was watching Friends. Cause I, What's that? The show Friends. Netflix first started doing what? Oh, skipping the intros. Like, oh, having the mean, option. Like, yeah, okay, right. That's what I meant by skipping the intros. Did you think I meant something else? No, no, no. I, I know what you meant, but oh, okay. I do remember that sometimes and automatically will start. It'll play next episode and it'll start the episode without doing like the intro. Yeah, well sometimes it will skip the the like credits on automatically and then start with the cold open and then sure. at, at the cold open will like reach its climax and whatnot and it will go into like the stranger things like coming together. Like the right. letters coming together. Letters, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is what they call the intro. Right. But, but I yeah. That. I love that intro. I agree. I agree. Um so this season, season two, Stranger Things two What'd you think? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it maybe wasn't, in some ways, not as grabbing as the first one because the first mm-hmm. one there was, you know, still new, and you're just wondering, you know, what they're capable of. Yeah. And so you kind of they set the limits, they set the threshold, kind of. And for season two, you know, I think they obviously went past it. They, you know, the demo dogs, you know, the demo dogs. are kind of like all <laughs> over the place. They're out in the open, whereas the demigorgon you know, from the first season was rather, you know, elusive as far as screen time goes. It was, you know, right. they showed it only in lightning strikes and like the shadows. And mm-hmm. so, um, hey, so remind me of this in the first season. I don't know. When, when did you watch season one? Did you watch it right when it came out? Right. I just, so for, for my memory, the Demogorgon for the first season, it, it wasn't just one Demogorgon. There was a bunch of them, right? Uh, there was just one Demogorgon. Really? Yeah. It was just like one of those older dogs, right? Um, it was like a dog, but they didn't call it a dog then, and it was less of a dog then, and it stood on, it was a bipedal, you know. It stood okay. on two legs and had the arms, but it had like the face and everything. It was only pretty, one of them? Pretty sure, yeah, and there was just one of them. Well, it was just one of them that mm. he escaped the upside down and came through the, what do they call it, the... Earth? The gate. Oh, yeah, the gate. Yeah, that 11 opened up. Okay. So, so yeah, it was just you know they went they went full bore with it. You know you got the demo dogs, you got the was it the shadow monster or the mind flare? Yeah, mm-hmm. the big yeah, spider which was badass. Out. Which yeah. you know, little work. I just want to say this, and I don't know if anyone else out in the world, if you if you watch Lost, well anyone else out there that's watched Lost, the original, the original drama, sci-fi drama. There is no good show out there that doesn't have, in some point, a black smoke monster. Game of Thrones had it. Game of Thrones had it. Lost had it. Stranger Things has it now. We could probably think of some more. I could definitely think of some more. Um, Well, I'll try to think of while we're talking about this, but every time I see a black smoke monster, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. Well, if history uh, has anything to say about it. That's correct. Mm-hmm. You need to watch Lost, man. Uh, I would probably enjoy it. You got a lot of shows I would like to watch. It's a big dedication, though. So yeah, well, I like that. You know, like there's six seasons and they have like 28 episodes. Each first three are like 28. 
the, how how low does it go down to like 10 12 like um season four i think probably has like 12 because that was when the writer strike the last season has 16 okay i mean i could probably watch it in a month i would like probably give you a hundred dollars if you did because i don't think that's possible I mean, if we're if we're really dedicated to it, man, <laughs> we uh, I mean, barring some, some I mean, major I think change in our plans, it would take you at least at least three months if you I were really know. dedicated. Well, we'll but see. Well, we will uh, use that as a hypothesis, and we will. Cat hasn't watched either. Cat yeah, is Dave's not. wife. Absolutely not. She's uh, she's watching other shows, but. Uh, what she think of Stranger Things? Melissa loves, loves it. it. Yeah, she loves it. I think she, uh, you know, digs that as a particularly '80s show. Mm-hmm. There's a plenty of things set in the '80s, but not everything does it so like intimately. And you know, yeah, every scene and every you know track, and even mm-hmm. the 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 tracks that they lay down for transitional scenes, like you know the the synth and everything. It's just. Just gives you that feel. Obviously, everybody's right. garb. Dude, and those 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 kid actors, man, they're so yeah. She's she particularly is in love with the actor that plays Dustin. I can't remember his yeah. name, but he is a great character. I mean, he's just so lovable and goofy. And dude, they're all like, I they're all going to do great things. Every single one of the people on this show, they're. I mean, Winona Ryder's already done great things, but all sure. the other all the young young people on this show, they're going to be stars i mean i don't see how they're not and honestly millie bobby brown is the only one that like i just don't don't buy into that much and that's probably everyone's favorite as well she's I 11 mean, yeah because she's got the biggest part to sell you know yeah and it's everybody just, else know. can kind of be like kind of goofy and normal and lovable yeah and i don't even way. think it's her fault but this this season her story arc went a little off the rails for me I'm sorry. There were two kids just jumping around, happy as ever. There were two ten-year-old kids just with shirts, and they were just yeah. The Pistons anyway. game is still on in the background. Yeah, it's pretty distracting. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty distractible person in general. No, well, sorry. Um, <laughs> I would say I, I I know where you're coming from because I I, I feel like I don't want to say she had a a smaller role, but she did. She thinks she had yeah, a kind of a bit of smaller role. There were a few episodes that I don't think she was even in. Maybe, but for a scene or two. Right. It feels like they just kind of like wrote her into this season. Well, and I know that's not what they did, but they like, like she wasn't involved with the I'm four trying, guys. I'm trying to think if she was, it, right, she was in a completely different set, you know, mm-hmm. setting, you know. Um, I'm trying to think if she was even in the first episode. Of the first show? Oh, oh, of, of the, the second f- season. Of the second season? I think she was. They showed her right at the end. They showed her living in the... I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But. Well, well, I've already did the spoiler alert. We're spoiling everything. Okay. That's what we do on this podcast. Sure. Well, Spoil um, the shit out of everything. I guess they you know, revealed that she was there mm-hmm. and the uh, sheriff was keeping her safe with the tripwire and the cabin and the waffles. Yeah. So I guess that was the first episode, but certainly, uh, certainly a reduced role. Reduced role and just like, too, like, it's just too much. Like, the whole thing with her sister, her... Eight. eight you know that, that that seemed a little uh you know left you kind of wondering like where is it going is it is it is that part of the story only does it only serve to to cement that she's loyal to her friends and that she's you know so it was just a test thing they probably won't right. go back to eight but the thing is like they opened the entire show with that like with uh 
that that car chase. And, yeah, and then you they, just you, you and then we don't like see it's... her again until the second to last episode, where it's just all eleven centric, and she goes into Indiana or wherever they are to meet them. Right. And you know the most boring episode I thought, and you know just this other girl with a random super like you know and I've been getting a little tired of superhero shit, um, but you know this other girl with another superpower. Right. You know, Eleven superpower is cool because she's the only one that has it, and it's just like, kind of like a minor set, you know, a minor plot to the story. Right. You know, I don't know. That's that's the only that's the only complaints I have from this season is that whole storyline. And I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a part to expand the universe for the future seasons of this show. Uh that sure that they'll I mean I, if they don't have more of a purpose later on then that's fucking ridiculous but well I mean it look at just, just in that season you know just in that uh, whole story arc of that season mm-hmm. like you said they open up with it they make it feel like this is a right. you know integral super important element of this season and then you basically get to the eighth was it the eighth eighth episode you yeah. said mm, second to last and the state the uh the statement there is you know thank you for showing me this way of strength and fighting and resisting but i'm i'd rather go back and save my friends and not right like why do we get this like why do we have this whole detail about this whole new power but i mean she really was choosing you know not not calling eight you know black and white evil but uh you know she was choosing you know the that's the side for good. You know, none of yeah. her friends that she valued so much back in back in uh, Hawkins mm-hmm. um, would ever condone or support her shaking someone down or murdering someone. Right, right. You know, they'd they'd keep her keep her true. Yeah, and I think that I mean I can understand that character aspect of of eight, but I don't understand the purpose of trying to explain her power so well. Starting it off the season with it, and making us wonder, okay, why did that guy see that brick fall right. when it didn't actually fall? Like, what what was going on there for uh, eight whole episodes until we finally realized that she's like eleven, but can affect people's minds. Like, what I was what I was thinking was going to happen was that eight was going to come in with eleven at the end, um, for the last episode, and they she was going to like trick the the big shadow monster into thinking that everything was cool while eleven closed the gate or something. Which I thought would have been more satisfying. But instead she just left out of it and hopefully if she I mean, she's gotta be in the next season. I think so. Eight? I mean I, I listened to a podcast today, like that I, I might have already said but uh, the from uh, Chris Hardwick, yeah. yeah, the Duffer brothers. They said that they imagined this show going from for four or five seasons like i'll probably cap it at that which is kind of cool because i mean that makes me excited because we're only in season two so like oh i i didn't think this would go past one season well they cer- <laughs> they certainly left themselves nothing to explain you know in terms of uh i mean that 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 last scene you know where everything at the dance is yeah. going all you know fine and dandy and then they and the upside they down do the 180 not... pan you know they up they upside down world it and mm-hmm. uh you see the mind mind flare. So I mean, th- you know, there's not much to explain there because you just have that broad question, like, okay, 
what do I know? The gate's closed. <laughs> but the, the upside down, they're really pissed off down there, you know? Like, yeah. So what, the, what are they going to do? They, I don't know. Like, the, the thing with, like, the, the reason things don't work out with things with multiple seasons is because the stakes always just get so freaking high. Right. That eventually it's like... You they hate. just keep it in, to keep it interesting, you know? Just... Right. Eventually, like, the like the character thing of like having a choice gets lost because once like all right so i, I think i've said this in the podcast before but i want to explain it to you like the reason superhero movies most of them suck because normally the stakes are so high that like the world ends or the universe ends if you don't defeat the bad guy so you don't really have a choice like you have to do whatever it takes you know Right, which makes me excited for when that inevitably, that format gets challenged and we get superhero movies where the world does end, you know. Right, well, or or superhero movies with less stakes. Like, like if you, have you seen Spider Man Homecoming? Mm-mm. Well, in this one, um, I'm I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but it's not like a world ending stake. Like the choice that Spider Man has to make is like, am I gonna try to stop this bad guy from doing something that's not gonna really kill the world or anything it's just gonna like kind of be a little bit bad for the world or am i gonna go and live my life normally you know that's an actual character choice you know it's not a choice when like your choice is either uh do something to save the world or die you know easy choice like that's where i'm afraid that stranger things is gonna go to is to like these characters like like dustin's not gonna be able to try to hide a demodog you know because that's a cool character thing of him that he got attached to this thing. Right. And but eventually it's going to be like, oh, I can't make any choices myself because if I do something wrong, the world's going to end. So I, we all have to go and do the same thing eventually. You know? Did it did it bother you when that, that element actually came back in the season and they're about to get ripped apart by a demo dog, but it's dark? and A little bit. It little was bit. a little corny, but not. It didn't. it didn't bother me that much. But yeah, you kind of knew it was stupid. Yeah, it was a little. I, I will I say, I will say this: earlier. if they want, if they want it to really, to really last, I mean, like I, like I said, I, I really enjoy the whole uh, the setting of it. I think it feels so eighty. It's so eighties. It's so yeah. cool. Um, but they will certainly have to make the next season kind of. They got to bring it back a bit, uh, back a bit. I think. I will say overall. People, I feel like, will will be left a little wanting after this season, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like you said, again, the stakes are so high, but... Yeah, I think they got to, for the next season, they either got to, like, expand, like, with not just Hawkins. Like, eight it's got to become a player. But they also can't... Like, you know, how many times can something crazy supernatural happen and be like ooh I don't know maybe something's going on again you know they're gonna instantly all think that something's going on again right not like this season where they were like oh yeah I'm sure it has nothing to do with the total right. you know they gotta do something science fiction gonna... mindfuck that happened last <laughs> time <laughs> they gotta do something that's gonna surprise us yes that's what we uh, are hoping for in season 3 yeah um uh, highlights of season three or highlights of season two. Um, I let me try to think of what I liked a lot. I really liked the character Mad Max. I thought she was really cool. Okay. Um, hated her brother. I thought that was really dumb that they even put that in there because it didn't serve any purpose. 
Yeah, that first episode where, you know... I thought they you, were going to be like Russian spies or something. But that's exactly what I thought they were going to be. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. because That's a weird vibe. I think it was because of the... And they, they definitely gave that. They definitively put that in there. Because, mm. you know, they were in the school parking lot. And he looks at her like all serious all of a sudden. Yeah. Here he is. is Her older brother is all you know. But then he's like... I'm not your brother or something. Like, like well, he told the girl not to call him. Call her his sister. Right. And then he told her, you know, like, you remember why we're here. It sounded like they had a job to do or, like, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like something was going on. It was so, like, oh, who are these people? They're definitely Russian spies. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, um, other highlight, my favorite scene of the whole series. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole series was when they were in that bus with... Um, the van? Yeah, the van. No, the school bus. Where the demo dogs were coming and... Okay, see, yeah. What's the guy with the bat? What's his name? Uh, Steve. Steve. Well, yeah, when Steve's with uh, Dustin and Lucas and, and Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah. That was my favorite scene of the whole that show. Was, that was pretty good. Like, I was like, I was legitimately scared. Dude, Steve's a badass. I was, I was surprised there was another, like, a dog behind him. Steve's crazy. I, I, I kind of thought Steve was going to die. Mm. You know, his willingness to, like, go, like, oh my do God. good because he's, like, 18 years somebody, old. And I would, I mean, that's, that would have been shocking. Like, if they killed off a character in this show, that would be kind of shocking. Yeah. I mean, I think inevitably it'll have to happen to, to, to keep it to, going. They'll need that, that grab, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's so great. I like, think, The Walking Dead, which is on right now, and I don't, you, do you watch it? Have, have they killed everybody, or do they just do it when it they starts? They kill somebody get... off every, every other episode, and it's fucking. Kind of dumb. Is Carl dead yet? No. Hmm. He lost one eye. Hmm. Of course he did. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> makes his, uh... I don't care. Stop watching The Walking hat. Dead. I'm only watching it because I host a podcast. But I want to stop watching it. It's not a good show. Watch the show Vice Principals on HBO. Much better show. Much better. I'm going to go home and do that, actually. Uh, highlights for me, I, I kind of liked the... You know, I'm probably missing something here. I probably had a f- more favorite one, but I like the scene where Steve, excuse me, Jonathan and what's the girl's name? Uh, Emily or Kid, Nikki, Katie, and I don't know. Whatever her name is, we, Jonathan, I'll look it definitely up. You Jonathan. Ahead. You know, cre- you know, kind of crazy Jonathan and uh, and Mike's sister go to the uh, conspiracy theorist place. Remember. And uh-huh. they, they give him the tape and everything. Holly? No, it can't be Holly. It's not Holly. Anyways, go on. Anyway. We got, we, got, we got one minute left. Could be Holly. One minute left for what? Until we move into the next topic. All right. Well, yeah, that, I, I enjoyed that scene. It was, kind of a, it was kind of a fun character, you know, that they didn't really spend too much time trying to, to make, to create, you know, so. Nancy. Nancy. Thank you. Yeah, I, she's a really good actor, I think. Yeah. Like, seriously, all the all the young people... In, oh, um, we're about to move on, but... You watch Lord of the Rings? Uh, of course. Bob is yeah, Sam. You know, Bill. Bill is Sam. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Is it Bob? Beer number three. Oh, the president grabbed me. Did you just hear that drop for the first time? The president just grabbed it. 
<laughs> fitting, fitting. It is a uh, more than just a rumor. I don't know. Well, I hope it's more than or less than just a rumor. But anyways, um, uh, so we're moving on from Stranger Things to Stranger Things than that. Dave, would you mind handing us some more beer? I'll tell you what, I'll I'll open a beer for myself if that's what you mean. Oh yes, I know. Well, you also have to. Ha- oh wait, mine behind me. My bad. I can just trade you. All right, sounds good. Thank you, sir. Oh, there we go. Well, guys, we're on to everyone's least favorite section of the podcast. Certainly mine. The section where we talk about the depressing aspect of the United States political system right now. Dave, 2017, what has been your favorite thing that's happened in politics so far? Um, you know... Pope Francis kind of surprised people again, I think, by saying that some priests should be able to get married. Oh, really? Yeah, that was kind of recent. That's know. pretty cool. It's kind of, uh, it's, I think it's, and I'm not totally positive, but I, I think it has a lot to do with like regional, you know, uh, aspects of, you know, culture and people's lives. I think he's okay. talking about specifically down in South America, but. You know, for the Pope, of all people, to start saying, hey, maybe we should let priests get married and, you know... I think that might be like... Live a normal aspect of, you know, their life. I I don't know. I think that might be like a really... I mean, this is me being, you know... I I don't know what I'm talking about, but... Do you think that might help the situation where Catholic priests, like, molest children? I don't think it could hurt. Right. Like, but I, I'm not positive, you know. I mean, maybe, sexually, maybe it, maybe sexually frustrating hurt. men can, I'm not saying it's right or just or giving it any kind of well, leeway, but. All I, can, all I can think of in that respect is that, you know, we watch the show Criminal Minds a lot and they profile and unsub all based on, you know, behavioral, like, mm-hmm. analytics. And um, I think certainly most of the time that when, you know, these crimes are committed, it is someone who is sexually frustrated in some capacity right. to some degree yeah so i think you're absolutely right and that's why i think it's pretty exciting i uh i promise i'm not trying to to dodge the question that uh that, oh that no was the first thing that popped into my mind as far as um you know mainstream big hitter politics go uh every time everything every time something uh comes up in the news you know it's usually something to do with you know, our president might get impeached one day, but it just oh, yeah, doesn't we'll it just doesn't seem to uh to pick up any steam. You ever somehow, watch uh, somehow the uh the issues only last for like a couple of weeks. Because there's so many. Like you can't you can't keep like there's a reason everyone forgot about the Las Vegas shooting. It's because two other terrorist attacks have happened since then. Well, I don't think you know that's there's a reason you probably can't even name the two terrorist attacks that happened because they happen so frequently. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a tough, turbulent time. I think the, uh, you know, one of the overlying things is, you know, we're growing as a planet as as mm-hmm. as the numbers go up. Not everything grows proportionately. Sure, there are things that grow quite disproportionately, but one of the things that I think is going to fall into that category is events like these 
they're not yeah. they're not new there's there's always been people that you know you know x out of you know so many x number of people out of so many are going to be really unbalanced and you know i guess the issue becomes when you when you, you know you have that many people you know in an environment where they can easily because of uh the tendency to these things to be overlooked easily acquire you know really dangerous dangerous tools you know but we all know that you can make a lot of dangerous stuff with normal household things so so i think uh it's just i don't want to say it's a problem without a solution but it, it, i think these events have have always been happening to a to a certain degree to a ratio mm. and now that our numbers you know our population just just keeps climbing and climbing it's and and of course you know it's, it's disproportionately happening here in america so you know we kind of look at it with our american goggles and i think i think certainly to uh to find a solution because you can never stop looking for a solution to find a solution you need to kind of take those blinders off and you know consider all things yeah so everything that dave is talking about that we agree with is um so we're talking about las vegas the shooting and recently the texas mass shooting at a church and also the terror attacks in new york with um well i mean i i'm saying terror attacks these are all terror attacks um but in new york it was committed by a muslim extremist i believe uh, an uzbekistani uh, immigrant right who rented a car and like drove over eight people right i mean these are all terrorist attacks I want to make that clear. I didn't. I did not mean to like put the 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 terror attack in New York over any other one. Right. Because yeah, I, mean, I mean, they're all. I mean, to 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 how people experience them. You know, every one of these it, it affects a lot of people. Right. And and there are most definitely numbers of people that are affected more. You know, those who are closer to it, or those that it happens in their communities. Right. So yeah. after the terror terror attacks in New York. Trump immediately, our president, uh, popular vote losing minority president Donald Trump, who's also under criminal investigation, said that we need more vetting on immigrants and we need extreme to, vetting. Yeah, like you know all of this travel ban shit. Right. And then after the Texas mass shooting, uh, popular vote losing minority president Donald Trump, who's also under criminal investigation, said that guns are not the problem. So, I don't know. I mean, I've been one that's been pro-gun for a while now. And I don't... I, I'm not saying that... I, I mean, I don't know anymore. Like, it's making me question my beliefs of that guns should be legal. Legal or not. Like, the ownership of guns should be. It's hard to understand because I don't I don't have a gun. I don't have a desire to have a gun. But I find it hard to say that you can't have a gun or my friends can't have a gun or you know like right because I get the self defense aspect of it. I get that. And even and even the sporting aspect, you know. Mm-hmm. If you were to apply laws and apply, you know, normal you know, normative mm-hmm. behavior 
to these situations, then certainly guns are not the problem. We all know a lot of, you know, totally normal, rational right. people. And, you know, normal, rational people have issues of their own. No one's perfect. But, you know, you, you, uh, you certainly have these examples of, of people who are not, you know, or, or, and, it, and it is hard, hard to diagnose, you know. Sometimes there are no symptoms. Yeah. Sometimes no symptoms are shown that this well, person yeah, should not be near a gun, let alone be able to own, you know, or well, acquire many well, of them. Well, that's a whole different aspect. You're like talking like a mental health aspect, which I believe the president signed an executive order that like that takes away like restrictions that were placed placed on mental health on people owning a gun, like you know, like I know I know for a fact in Florida, like they took away something. Where mental health people like couldn't have a gun, but now they can. Hmm. They do that because the NRA. Every time there's a mass shooting, the NRA's profits go up. So you know, I mean, and it makes sense for the NRA. I mean, if you're if you're they're they're being really smart businessmen. Because the more mass shootings that they have, the more money they make. Because the more mass shootings that we have, the more people that buy guns out of self defense. Self-defense, and I think certainly now there is a number of people who are buying guns every, you know, incident we have mm-hmm. because they feel like they're going to be taken an away. inevitable, you know, uh, you know, cease, cease of the right ease to buy guns, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me because I've been, I've been like trying, like, I don't, I don't know if taking away guns is the answer. And I don't, I don't know well, if there's, there, like, there's left and right views for everything, and I always think that, like, okay, I'm wrong, and they're wrong, so it's got to be somewhere in the middle. Like, that's what, that's what the point usually. of this podcast is, is to talk to people and find a compromise. Usually. I mean, sometimes, you know, again, I hate, I hate to sound defeatist, but, you know, sometimes we hit, we hit these numbers, and it's like, there are always going to exist outliers you know and Mm -hmm. and and uh people who who circumvent the law you know and and i think that's uh i'm not saying that's necessarily the number one argument of why you can't just take away the guns i think about the realistic you know uh consequences of of that happening i i would be terrified of that being the primary impetus of a revolution you know like or or you know I, I certainly hope, uh, you know, our government, state and city could, would be able to, uh, you know, be in the right and keep things under control, but... I mean, I don't think that a revolution is realistic with the U.S. government, unless the U.S. government itself revolts. I just think they could, you know, they have, the, they, the, the scary thing is they have the, uh, the right landscape to do it right now when things are so easily polarizing, you know, they, like... Everyone knows, you and I know, you know, the people in Washington know, it's it's so easy to take an issue and especially, you know, these issues and make it, uh-huh. you know, polarizing. They know they can easily say yeah. say whatever, however, to, to get everybody to move to that side and everybody to move to this side. Right. Like and, the, and the, more, the secret right now is just like literally have Donald Trump say something. And then everyone that supports Donald Trump agrees, and everyone that doesn't support Donald Trump disagrees. No matter what he says, like he could be saying something that I agree with, 
but everybody on the team that I'm with is going to bash him for it no matter what. It's tough because you think there would be plenty of things that they'd say, hey, look, even Donald Trump is kind of behaving like a sane person, you know, mm-hmm. on this issue. But it really doesn't happen. You know, yeah. it's, al- it's almost like every every issue, he's got to be controversial. He's got to, you know... He's just wrong. He's an idiot. That's the thing. It's, he's just like an average an average Joe from the South... And I don't even. I don't. I think it, the, I, the wrong. He's either, he's either the wrong really smart. average Joe. Yeah, the wrong average Joe. Nah, I'm sorry. He's an average I'm sorry, Joe every average, average Joe from the South. I didn't mean that. I meant like. Right, but no, he's he's no average Joe. You know, with all his his money and his uh, his clout mm-hmm. and you like, know his confidence. You know? <laughs> On this podcast, is anyone, is anyone in America more confident than Donald Trump? No, 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 no one, one is. No, no one in the history of being a person is. So, and, and if they are, they died because of how confident they were. Exactly, it's I a miracle that he's there. You know, <laughs> I can skydive without a parachute. Fuck you. I can be president <laughs> if I want to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. I last time I checked, I have enough money. But yeah, no, he is so arrogant and so confident and. It's it's scary. Like, those qualities are good in a vacuum, but all those together, qualities, those qualities can be good at, for a high school football captain. Yeah, exactly. It'd be great, right? But not for the leader of not even the free world. Just like the biggest, the most important person in the world is probably. I don't know if this is just me being an American having a big head, but probably the most important person in the world is the president of the United States. It literally feels like Stifler is our president, you know? Just... <laughs> I think it's worse than Stifler. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's all, I mean, it's... Stifler had some character development. Donald Trump's like 90. Well, I, I meant like the, you know, first, first uh, you know, American pie, you know, just straight. Yeah. Straight, raw Stifler, but... You're right. You know, of course, Donald Trump is worse. Yeah, it's. I mean, and it, it for all for all. If anyone here that's listening is not a leftist snowflake like me, I know you agree that this is not your first choice for representing you, unless you're like a white nationalist or something. But like, you have to admit that he is unstable. He lies. I mean, it's proven that he lies, and he lies more than the average person. If I mean, all right. So Harvey Weinstein, um, big donor to Democratic causes like to Hillary Clinton, Obama, like big right. donor to them. Okay. He, fi- we find out that he has raped, sexually harassed, and sexually assaulted countless women because of his position of power. Right garbage you know what we do get them out yeah we we as in the left community the liberals the snowflakes the the offensive term that people call us libtards <laughs> which is a play on the word retarded which you guys should never say that because that's fucking disgusting but we get him out immediately we excommunicate him he is not he's not involved at all in, in anything to do with the academy awards you know like everyone's pushing so far away, and you know, and you people, I don't mean to say you people, but everyone on the, the right, like the, Republicans and stuff, they're, they're saying like, okay, where's, where's the outrage when Harvey Weinstein does sexual assault? 
Where's the outrage when Harvey Weinstein like tries to rape somebody? In terms of contrasting that between Donald Trump, that's, well, here, that's here, here's look- what happened. We we got rid of him. This guy might go to jail. He might be indicted soon. Weinstein. Yeah. Because of New York. But then on your side, you have people like or a person like Donald Trump, which all these like what happened to the twelve people that 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 uh, accused him of raping and sexually assaulting and and sexually harassing them, and what happened to the Billy Bush tapes that he admitted to sexually assault, but yeah. you're gonna still stand be stand behind him. But expect us to excommunicate our guy, who we are, because we don't have any problem with that. Absolutely not. Call but, it out. You got to put a stop to it. That's the only way you cause the change. You know. Right. And but but I don't any anyone on the right that has any problem with Harvey Weinstein, I have a problem with you because you don't have a problem with your president. And right. It's, it's it's to benefit you. Like we are showing that us on the left, we we know what we want. And yeah, we have shitty people in our party, but nothing has been proved until now, and now it's proved, and we're taking, we're trying to get rid of it. Or I mean, not even proved, like anything that was, like, a conspiracy or anything. We're gonna get, we're gonna try to. If it's something like that, we're gonna. Th- that's not gonna be a person that we're gonna associate with. But you, we have an, a president elected because of you guys that president has all of the free these world. same things. You know, there is not that much of a difference between Harvey Weinstein and Donald Trump in terms of sexual assault. Well, I think uh, I think Harvey Weinstein has lacks the ability to, you know, go spout off about possibly having a nuclear war. You know, so people cannot just say, wait, 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 wait. Don't talk about that. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, you know, these issues. You know, your personal, you know, sexual assault, sexual assault, you know, allegations. You know, Kevin Spacey obviously tried to say, I'm gay. You know, like... <laughs> like Kevin you know, Spacey came out at the very worst time. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's it's It was... It was I, I can't believe, you know... It's one of those things where you ask yourself, like, did they... Did they think about it? Did he really think about maybe I shouldn't publicly come out in my first my you know, response to a large response to charge. a sexual assault charge? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Even you know, it's like it's really confusing, and 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 even if it was genuine, you know, it raises a lot of questions. You gotta when you when you know that there are literally millions of people listening to hello what you know they're bending their ear what do you have to say for yourself and you say that you know you say this story remind or reminds me to or makes me want to look at other areas of my life you know to live this like a sounds like, like a good time to come out of the closet yeah i mean what are you <laughs> what do you what, what is that you know are you trying to deflect it do you think that would work you know do you think it excuses anything like Right. I don't know. He definitely didn't make the right right choice there, you know. You know, yeah, I know. I, I'm 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 interested to see when when someone in the stat with the stature of Kevin Spacey just to say, you know, he's not the biggest actor in the world, but he's a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. It's big enough. You know what happens when when someone like him comes out and says, 
you know, I own up to this. I don't well, I don't remember it, but I, I, I own up to this and I Yeah, but he, he he tried to come out at the same time. Well yeah, tried he tried to did, deflect he, it. He, well you, you kinda I mean alright, so this is what I say about Kevin Spacey. He did do everything that you're interested in seeing happen. And what happened was Netflix canceled House of Cards. Yeah, but I mean I, I just more know. people are coming out against them. And you know, I I mean I think it's a terrible time for him to come out, but you kind of have to come out when the allegations are against. You know, yeah. you know what he could have done. Instead of coming out, he could have said, "No, I'm straight. Why would I have done that?" Sure, but I mean, including it as a second part, like yeah, maybe if he like wouldn't have like separated it and said also because the way he put it, it was like hmm. this. This causes me to look at other areas of my life. It's like no, no, no. We're, we want to talk to you about this particular area. Like we don't care that you're gay. No one cares that you're gay. Like, but no one knew that he was gay. Well, they probably did, but no one. It was never official. Yeah, but I mean that. Like, the, I don't the general he's probably populace. Gotta, I don't. He's got to find a better way of doing. It. And you know what? The main thing is he should not have done what he did. Oh yeah. Like he can't go back and unchange it. So what I'm interested in is when this happens to someone like mm-hmm. that or. Or of uh, you know more gravita- gravitas you know mm. than Kevin Spacey, and they come out and they say you know what, I, I messed up and I'm I'm really sorry and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to, uh, to serve retribution. Right. Whether that's serve charges or you know, what does it look like when someone 100% owns up to it and says I'm ready to face right. whatever I have coming to me and I will work the rest of my life to, you know makes that sure that this doesn't happen yeah. i guess the the real difference is, is that someone like kevin spacey probably hasn't had that discussion with himself right but you know, he probably but, hasn't you know said i'm ready to own up to this and change my life yeah and the difference is like he's admitting it like i mean well i get, i don't know if he's admitting it but he's not denying it which is different if we are still contrasting this to harvey not, weinstein and, not denying and, it and to is donald big, trump is a big difference not denying it is a big difference you're right like i mean i understand if like if he was super drunk and he can't remember it i get that i i get drunk a lot and and uh or i have been drunk a lot and i don't remember things like it, it's easy for me to not remember things so you know i can understand him forgetting a night and you know if he has these uh, gay sexuality things going on with him that sounds bad that I said it like that but like if he is a gay and it, but it's hidden and he's trying to take advantage of these people not saying that that's right or I understand why he did that I'm saying like I get that he forgot it you know what I mean like he blacking out is a real thing if you drink too much I'm not saying that he actually did Right, right, right. But I'm no, saying, like, I, I, plausi- I absolutely it's, it's understand. It's a plausible excuse. I understand. You yeah, know, so and, he but was... he's still owning up to it. Like he's not saying he didn't do that. Like Donald Trump is saying, when we have voice recordings of him saying it's locker room talk. What fucking locker room did that come from? Yeah, well, I mean, like if you you are a football player. Yeah, but that is locker room talk, and the sad, the sad truth is that there's a lot of dirt balls out there, and well, when you talk about locker room talk. 
I think I think locker room like a high school. You know, you got yeah. kids. There's a lot of dummies. You know, people are still figuring out who they are. They they usually take a few more years than that to like come around to but isn't to saying room, like, hey, I shouldn't like act like that because that's a garbage person thing but, to do. But but yo, isn't isn't locker room talk more like? Um, I saying think this, it's I men. think this girl's hot. I would like to fuck her or something. Yeah. Oh, I not mean, saying like, oh, I can go wherever I want and grab them by the pussy. Well, I think That's, here's the I deal. I think there would be not much, not a huge, you know, definitive line drawn between saying like, yeah, she's 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 fucking hot. I would like a piece of that ass. To saying grab them by the pussy. Well, you know, no, because no, saying it, that he does go up to them and grab them by the pussy. Yeah, I mean that's different. Yeah, well, it's way different. I, it's 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 disgusting, and you know when 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 you hear it, you're just like, oh, okay. He's basically, you know, it, sometimes you have to ask yourself: Is this person, you know, making a joke, or is this person really just like just a pig? You know, I don't, it all makes me very angry, and you know, I'm very self-reflective because, like, I don't know what I've whatever I've done differently or wrong in my life but i promise that i am woke and i understand things now and i am on the side that's right i know that i certainly uh certainly think that donald trump is none of those things (laughs) also i drink a little bit too much spinal tapper and my spine feels a little tapped yeah, I'm I'm digging this. Uh, what is it, seven and a half percent? Yeah, you'll you'll get no argument from me. I mean, it's uh, you know, hearing him say that, that's a deal breaker. You shouldn't be able to be president if you go around saying that. Right. Pre- presidents of the United States shouldn't be allowed to locker room talk when people when, I, when they aren't looking, <laughs> or at least you hope that's so. Not I'm not saying they should. I'm, I'm saying you shouldn't. You know. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, it's just you know, not not everybody is is that great, and he clearly isn't. You know, he's not yeah. a good person. You know, I, I think... I guess at least he's real. Maybe that's what people think. No, but you know what the thing is? I think the, real the worst thing is that people think he's, like, smart in a way and that or, or something. No. I don't know, man. I, I, I can't understand it. Imagine him with it's, a shaved head when he would look like. It's so obvious to me. It's, it's so blatantly, painfully... So why do people wor- worship him? Well, actually, look, I don't look, know if anyone look, does. One, do you know we're on the one-year anniversary of his yeah. being voted in? Mm-hmm. You know that? I looked at my time hop today, and it was... One of the first thing was, Hillary, you can start rigging it any day now. Because, you know, everyone said Hillary was going to rig the election. Did you vote in I the s- election? I did. Did you vote for Hillary? I, I... You don't have to say if you don't want to. Well, I mean, I, I kind of don't want to, but... I, That's fine. I voted for Hillary, um, but I mean, I did also campaign for everyone not to vote for Hillary because I think I was jaded. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it was a, I, I came to the Russian interference in the election. Like all these, I mean, here's, here's the deal, Nick. are just not true. Here's the deal. And this is a little crazy. This is a little revealing, but I don't mind telling you because you just told me and I feel like I feel the need to level with you. All right. This was the first presidential election that I voted in. Me too. And I've had opportunities to vote in them before. I vote. I, I, me too. I mean, we're not and that different. How old are you? 29. 
and I'm I'm 26. I'm about to be 27. Right. So same same number. So maybe you've had so, one more election. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. No, I think I did. So you eight, were you were for the eight years Obama ago. I was 21, term. and they. Oh, I guess you were 18. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't vote still. Anyway, doesn't matter. Not what we're talking about. What okay. we're talking about is um, this was the first one I voted for, and I did vote for Hillary. And I voted for Hillary not because I, you know, saw some, you know, thing in her or that I wanted her to be president. I just, you know, as a person who who never took, you know, enough, I, I suppose, interest in politics, I just, I just knew that, you know, I, I didn't, it was just, it's something that's so quintessential and so, it's so, like, natural to just know that. You know, Donald Trump shouldn't be president. Come on, yeah. what is this? You know, he has a reality show, for Christ's sake. Man, I feel like most people know that. Yeah, but... Even you know, on the right. Even on the right, you know. But that's how that's how bad people viewed Hillary. That's what the problem was, and that's why the issue is that's the polarization the of America. Won. The Russians won. Well... I mean, even my brothers, they will tell you how bad Hillary is. And I just, I don't believe it. Um, like Benghazi, they'll talk about... Um, what about Niger? What right now with Donald Trump? That's so much worse with what happened there. Like, ah, oh, but it's you know it's it's you can't argue it. You have to argue, you have to argue argue simpler things to get to that. That's what the point of this podcast is to talk to people about things that you don't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. To I think because we... everything is a middle ground. Yeah, I think... Uh, Except for, like, climate change and, like, gay rights. Everything's in middle ground. You, uh, you, hope, you hope that people are able to see a middle ground, but some people aren't. Well, there aren't because, like, you know, everyone on the other side of them is, like, calling them assholes and yelling at them and screaming at them, protesting their election, saying, not my president and stuff. But when the truth... The, the reality of it is it's a lot easier to just talk to your neighbors and like you know you disagree with somebody talk to them split a six-pack with them right i like it that's a good idea and i come, think if, come uh, to a compromise i mean we're not right either we're I, mean, I i truly believe we're right in the social aspects but in like economic aspects that we think we're right like let's say like welfare or uh, medicaid or uh anything else we're we don't know but you know, we can come to agreement. They don't know either. We can come to agreement with the both of them. Yeah, I think that's the that's the idea is to get you know the people, mm. the people who are you know capable of having that interaction and that that inter- exchange, and are capable of amassing you know, the the right information you know, specifically about how people feel you know, which right. why that's why voting is so important you know. Did you vote yesterday? I did not. Well, I, I just moved to this area, so local elections I'm pretty foreign to, and I know yeah, I, I was too. <laughs> I voted for I voted for higher taxes and all the women in the Congress or not the Congress the uh, what's it called? I, uh, I I tend to like that that strategy. I mean, I'm I'm also I also not a homeowner here, but I still vote here. So you know, uh, I, I mean, a little bit bad I, about I it. think making decisions based on how they I mean only affect you is part of the problem. 
you know, because people people like read, you know, oh, this person is this on this issue, this on this yeah. issue, this on this issue. And it's like you think about how it affects you, which is how you should vote. I understand that. There's nothing I, I don't I don't fault anybody for it. But what I'm saying is yeah. I don't think it's it, it breaks down because right. you know, not everybody, not, you know, me, I I may not be I I, I you know, I have I have certain, you know, beliefs or whatnot. Or lack of beliefs. That's a, that's the thing. I'm here in my little bubble, living life. You know, I have to consider about how these things really affect other, you know, others. You know, who it's more crucial to. You know, I I always feel like I'm pretty. Uh, I'm gonna be all right. You know, I I have that mentality. I think anyone that has that mentality will be fine. But well, that's great, Dave. Um. Sorry we cut you, cut you short there, but this is the end of the podcast. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for splitting six with us. We encourage you to split six with anybody. I'm your host, Nick Wagella. Please follow me on Twitter, at Wagella. Find me on Facebook, at Nick Wagella. Um, follow us on Apple Podcasts, at Split Six Media, or on Twitter, at Nick Wagella, because whatever, that's mine. Dave, anywhere you want to plug anything? No? Um. Peace, love. Peace, love, everybody. Dave and Nick out. It'll be better next time. <laughs>